Hello, dear listeners. This is Lucien Lecarm, your host from the Make Sense Not War platform, your medicine and truth bomb for start living a more meaningful life in this age of disruption. And today's podcast is called Humanity's Renaissance, the magic of taking our power back. Learn how to be the light that guides us out of the valley of fear. Humanity seems to have lost its way. Woke fascism, democracy down the drain. Well, there never was really any democracy, more the simulation of it to keep us busy. Corporate global power grab through aimed digital enslavement. No worries, they won't win. Acceleration of created crisis to keep us from uniting and thinking. Parasitical hyper-extraction of wealth. The relentless economic attack on the middle class. Well, basically all of us now, expect, except of the 0.01% mafia bosses who print the money and who make the rules. All in all, we're in a era of behind-the-scenes restructuring of the world while perception management went next level because of our screens, our self-chosen imprisonment and Trojan horse attention theft. Many of us have become a miserable bunch of cowards. Sorry to say, hiding behind groupthink, clicking heels when the next crisis is planted through narrative warfare. But there's good news, there's always good news. Being lost is the perfect scenario to find our way back home again. When all seems lost, this is the moment in movies when something magical happens, when a leading kernel of truth appears, when the fire of courage returns in the eyes of the beaten villagers, and the escape route out of the valley of death lights up, and the hero climbs out of the snake pit. This is a positive message I'm about to deliver to the doorstep of your consciousness. When all seems lost, things will be found again, and we're close. And this is how you can play a role in moving from despair to victory. The next phase is coming, incorporation. My latest essay was about modern-day rebels and shamans who followed the tripartite from Van Gennep's famous anthropological groundwork, The Rites of Passage, separation, transition and incorporation. I identify my personal journey that started when I was 18 with my dark night of the soul, a deep identity and existential crisis, separation, followed by my transition, the second phase, a journey through different cultures, relationships and experiences out of the ordinary. Mending back the lost pieces shattered by trauma. Then, finally, the third phase, incorporation, integration. The lost son or wounded healer comes back to the village. It's my return to the Netherlands three months ago. Well, in this essay, I compare my personal read of passage with our collective journey of how we got disconnected from our primal source as humanity, nature. I realize this is also the story of Adam and Eve, by the way, and the fall from paradise. Is relentless expanding technology the red apple? And why is apple called apple? Well, I digress a little bit here. The story of separation, the primal myth of our Western culture, culture, is literally the first step from Van Gennep's Rites of Passage. Now, we're clearly in our collective dark night of the soul. We're in the transition phase, the second phase. At first, we seem lost. Many indicators show there's no other way but to fall from the cliff of our civilization, global collapse. We are going through our collective darkest shadows right now. 
when you look closer, very intelligent, almost non-earthly forces seem to trigger us to either comply or step in our power to awake from a consumer slumber and heal our wounds. A significant paradigm shift is happening right under our feet. In the essay, I stop here. And you can read it, it's my last post. But I haven't written about the third read of passage, humanity's coming home, returning to where we've come from, reconnecting to our source, wisdom, love and unity. Paradise, hallelujah. Well, how do we get there from here? The most essential question that might also linger in your mind is how do we get there? How do we find the path out of Dante's hell? Where is the secret door? Who has the light that leads us out of this valley of death, despair and vaccines? So here we get to the point where we must use our imagination. The moment in a journey where storytellers come into play. And as you probably know, we can't create this new world from the same mindset that built the collapsing systems, as to quote Einstein. We need to jump collectively over the pending cliff of disaster straight into the arms of humanity 2.0 a global renaissance of unprecedented scale it will come rest assured i've been writing about our awakening for years now but there is more i love to share i have found an efficient way to accelerate this process in my own circles i've discovered one of the core attributes or mindsets that will spark this revolution of inclusion I hope this will enforce the current wildfire of deep change, the virus of truth and the pandemic of awakening. Learn more on how this renaissance will look like. The one thing I discovered that will change everything. I'm talking about the realization that we've been brainwashed to give our power away to authority. The taking power back starts in the mind. First, you must still have your critical thoughts or claim them back. My substack, this substack, is full of articles that can support you in doing so. And second, you train yourself to discern the moments when you subtly give your power away. The red flag to recognize those thoughts is when you talk about them, the elite, the powers that be, but in a fatalistic way. You think of them as an unbreachable wall of money power that never can be broken. You already lost. I mean, I've done this in the past many times, and I, I mean, I started in this article doing the same. But now I have a different consciousness on it. Something changed. The realization that this just doesn't solve anything. You have to get aware of the underlying feeling. Some alternative platforms like Off Guardian that I follow every day and I really appreciate, they do this also many times. Um, I, many times I feel this underlying vict victim feel in their pieces. How to get out of this? I mean, they do great as a wake-up platform for people, but i like to take you a step further. So here are some practical exercises for the revolution mindset. It is easier to be the victim than to take responsibility, especially after all these decades of conditioning. But it can be done. It's a daily training, especially in conversations with others. The first practical step is to become aware when friends or maybe yourself fall back into this victim mode. It's easy to discern since there is this underlying feeling, as I told you before, like of you, having, you have lost already. It's conspiracy groupthink. It's safe out there in slave country, whining about how clever and mean they are. It creates a bond, the comfort of losers. It's a, I mean, it's a, an in-group just the same and it's based on fear. And I get it, it's not easy to, straight, to stay strong all the time, 
I mean, I have my short fallback moments too, but because I've been working on my shadows for the last two decades and trauma and all of this, I mean, there's less and less fear left. And with having that, there's less and less fertile ground for this victim feeling. So the second second practice is basically to own your shit. That might, might take a while, but I can assure you it's worthwhile. Become a stronghold. Train your mind first. Action comes later. So how might this play out? We don't really know at this stage, but it could be podcast hosts with a lot—I mean, with a large audience—that refuse to stop speaking the truth, or maybe a pop band with critical lyrics going underground. That could be just a tipping point I'm talking about. The revolution in Prague in '89 happened because the band, the Plastic People of the Universe and this is actually named after one of Frank Zappa's songs, refused to stop playing their songs, and they went underground for like 15 years earlier. Their arrest in March 76 would light a long fuse on the Velvet Revolution of 89, which would topple communism in Czechoslovakia 13 years later. And here's a quote by The Independent. And just make your own connection to these times we're in right now. By refusing to stop playing their avant-garde rock against the orders of Gustav Husak's government and surviving years of imprisonment, threats, harassment and integrations bordering on torture, they came to symbolize a freedom of musical and artistic expression that totalitarian ideas could never destroy. The trial of the plastic people became a rallying cry for opposition to Czech communism. Havel was inspired to pen his pivotal essay, The Power and the Powerless, declaring rock music a human freedom and to help publish Charter 77, a manifesto calling on the Czech government to honor the human rights conventions. This manifesto later led to the Velvet Revolution in 89. And actually, did you know that for a brief time, Frank Zappa became one of Havel's official cultural advisors? End of quote. A tsunami of love after years of fear. Here comes the magic. Training our minds in this attitude is the seed for the sudden spread of the consciousness that we are the people, that there was only unity, that we are one. Once we rediscover this force, this unity, everything is possible. The powerful that use cheap tricks have been able to divide because we allowed them to, because we weren't ready, because in some weird way, We needed them to divide us. We needed strong authority placed outside of us, like children growing up almost. like Since our consciousness required to grow in separation, that was the first phase. But we're getting ready and they feel the heat. And deep in their hearts, they long to give up the game. It's their specific conditioning that makes it hard for them too. I mean, the sociopath CAO suffers the deepest, maybe, in his wounded soul, destroying the planet and then putting the blame on innocent good folks. We're all human and we're here to thrive collectively. It's so easy, actually. So we gave the power away since we could not own our sovereignty yet. Now we're starting to be able. It's time and all the mean shit happening right now is forcing millions to deal with their pain investigate their triggers and step out of a toxic perpetrator-victim relationship to see right through the illusion of power. I mean, it can only exist when you give it away. So we're taking it back. Take it back. And then it will ta- we will take it back by the millions. And also, forget about the savior model. Become your own. Another tricky, subtle way to dodge responsibility is the savior model. 
it's the QAnon way. Spoiler alert, no savior is coming to save us. No, it's not Trump. And he's certainly not the new Messiah. Nor is it David Icke or Russell Brand or others in the growing army of cancelled who refuse not to speak their truth. I mean, they are the ones playing their role, obviously, in, in this defined play. Like the plastic people of the 20... You know, like they are the plastic people of the 2023 20, universe. But they are as much important as you are. Some just shine a stronger light on the path out of the valley, that's all. And with every cancellation, more millions wake up. Each video of Russell Brand has more viewers than CNN's most popular programs. It's not weird that legacy corrupt media opens their mutual attack on people like Brand. But that's just the surface. On a deeper level, an ideological battle is going on. But it's a cat in the corner. And it's sad to witness how they repeat the sexual assault trick, the weaponized virtue signaling to turn the mob against our heroes. The under-the-belt character assassination of honest people who only just question the narratives. So in the era of the plastic people of the universe, the totalitarian rulers used the same trick. Only they framed the long-haired rockers as hooligans, mental cases and druggies. And it's worth noticing that they created actually the opposite effect. And here's another quote from The Independent. The media storm against this band drew more like-minded young sympathizers and protesters to the band, excited by the idea of an underground second culture and keen to break the country's cultural chains. The intellectuals came out of the def in defense of these young people and they discovered that it worked. I read that again. The intellectuals came out in defense of these young people and they discovered that it worked. End of quote. Notice the role of the intellectuals. The very few intellectuals in these days that still stick their neck out in the present new normal era, they get huge following. But at the, at the same time, they get an intense attacks. Ultimately, the, the totalitarians do this for the masses to see. It will become more and more absurd in the coming times since they need to reach the minds of the almost beyond saving zombies. The folks still wearing mouth caps who can't wait for the next booster to save the lives of their grandparents. Well, we will all thank them ultimately for playing their part in humanity's awakening. Don't be tricked though. It's not, it's not all in the hands of these influencers again and thought leaders while you sit back and watch them save the planet. No, no, no. We all play our roles. You play your role. And we are mutually important. Every light of truth that shines brighter than the darkness of fear casting a shadow brings us one step closer. Be that light. Shine your truth. It's that simple. Now we get to the third phase. The incorporation. In the beginning, humanity separated from source, nature. This accelerated during the Industrial Revolution when we went from 500 million people to 2 billion Earthlings. Then we got seri seriously lost in transition, the second phase. We drifted further and further from our destination through speeding up of the industrialization, through technocratic left-brain progress leading to exponential curves of everything. From the Second World War onwards, we went from 2 to 8 billion. We 4x'd. Just that's one second in the scale of our human time on Earth. Then, not surprisingly, we hit our planetary boundaries. When we figured out we couldn't fix our shit with the old mindset of infinite profit, blind extraction while externalizing harm, 
something shifted in our path. We finally understood we needed to learn from our mistakes, feel the enormous pain of the harm we did to our planet, and not to put this harm in the form of shame expressed as climate change on the shoulders of the people, but solve stuff in unity. That's the only shot we got. When the self-appointed leaders finally figured out that holding on to the old story would extinct the planet pretty much faster than we all think and that bunkers wouldn't last, finally they started to integrate their lessons in the third phase and pain and finally they took ownership, responsibility. At the same time, the people took back their power. Their wisdom told them they needed to include the elite, the WEF, puppets or whatever powers that were in a global revolution of inclusion otherwise we would start again from scratch and the new leaders would be corrupted in i mean basically just the same manner as in any previous revolution since the underlying story didn't change the system didn't change so this was this was when humanity saw light at the end of the tunnel and left the story of separation and found the path home again this homecoming was not a reset, but a grand reinvention and reimagining of what it means to be human, returning to source. And here's a quote from Einstein. Imagination is more important than knowledge. Knowledge is limited. Imagination encircles the world. It's a global renaissance of everything. We woke up in collective consciousness using human technology of the heart, finally being the wise stewards of our power and intelligence. Directed by love, not greed. Steered by abundance, not lack. I'm so super excited. Are you? All right. Thank you for listening to this podcast and reading the article on my Substack. If you want to know more how you not only can survive this great reset, which is basically the great awakening, but also just um, thrive and enjoy the ride, buy my small ebook with my 19 best blogs about this subject it's only 660 so and maybe share this podcast or become a member you can be a free member or a paid member just support my work and i thank you very much and i wish you an amazing day or evening or morning and i uh, i'm happy to put the next one a little bit faster than the uh, the previous one um i will speed up my rhythm again on my sub stack so thank you for listening Bye-bye.